I think the more of this stuff, the better. The more amenities that come to the area, the better. Orlando, Florida is the theme park capital of the world, but it's actually so much more than that. We cover all things real estate, theme parks, and the stories that make living in Orlando such a fun place. This is the Orlando Real Podcast. That was all started by a month. Today's topic is going to be 10 things that I'm excited about as an Orlandonian, as a Central Floridian. And some of these might not be massively sexy big projects. Some of them are billion dollar, hundred million dollar projects. But it's interesting because when you move to a new area, you, you always compare it to other areas, maybe where you're from. Or if you move here and you live here long enough, you're like, gosh, I wish we had better roads. I wish we had X, Y, and Z. If you're in Lake Nona, and this is actually going to be our first story, you know, maybe you wish there were more grocery stores locally. And, and you're going to kind of figure out along the way that you wish something was different about where you live. And so I kind of dove in all over Central Florida, from the coast all the way out to uh, Mineola, Claremont, all the way down to the parks area and downtown Orlando. And some projects that I think are going to make living in Orlando even better. And so as I do these, make sure you guys give me some feedback. Let me know which ones are you're excited about. And then if you have questions tonight, if you came with a burning desire of something you're excited to talk about, make sure you drop down in the comments below. I will do my absolute best to make sure that I answer as many as possible. We've got Dominic checking in from Fort Lauderdale. Kim checking in from Connecticut, soon to be Claremont. What's going on? Uh, let's see. Man, a whole bunch of people checking in tonight. This is so awesome. Uh, Jeff checking in from Walnut Creek, California, counting down the days until it'll be Winter Garden. I so appreciate it. Mr. Sean from Horizon West getting to see the Haunted Movie, Haunted Mansion movie. Oh, I'm so excited to see that movie. Let me know what you think over on Instagram, Sean. I know you and I follow each other there, and uh, I am excited to see what you think. So, all right, first story of the night. This is Lake Nona announces site plans for shopping center brought to us by the Orlando Real. If you guys haven't subscribed to the Orlando Real, which is our newsletter about just all things real estate, theme parks, and living in Orlando, make sure you do that. It's free. And uh, we did this, this whole story around Lake Nona is actually getting ready to expand their town center and bring all of the things that so many people uh, have desired in that area. It's 400,000 square feet of open air shops, ground floor parking, uh, elevated ar architecture, green space. They're going to bring in a uh, very similar vibe to what they've got over at Boxy Park as well as the art installations throughout that downtown area. Uh, but the good thing is people are so excited about is the grocery stores and some of the other retail that Lake Nona really needs. And if you look at the, um, if you're watching live over on YouTube, apologize for the people listening back to the podcast, but they're basically calling it Lake Nona West. And it's going to be right off of Lake Nona Boulevard. So if you're getting off on Boggy Creek, it'll actually be even closer. But then they've got the Osceola Parkway extension, which is getting ready to come off, which will kind of split Lake Nona Boulevard in two. And so that's going to bring a lot of accessibility to this area. So for those of you that are talking about, well, I wish we had better um, roads in the area and better on and off ramps and all of these other things in the Lake Nona area, this is actually going to solve a lot of that. And so um, I'm excited about it just from a uh, from a, an owner, an investor in the Lake Nona area. Um, I own a townhouse there. It's an investment property. I think the more of this stuff, the better, the more amenities that come to the area, the better. But let me know what you think. If you live in the area or if you're excited about it, just let me know. Adam says, we need a, a Target, a Costco, and a Trader Joe's and Nona. I agree, Adam. I think so. There's a grocer coming and at least um, I would hope that it's a Target as well in that area. I don't know for certain. Um, but yeah, we'll see. What do you think about Sam's? I mean, Sam's is off in Narcusi. I'm not sure if you go there at all. But let me know. Um, 
Luception asks, how is the traffic from Lake Nona to Walt Disney World? So listen, 417 currently is a mess, depending on the time of day that you go. Um, that being said, there are they're doubling the size of 417. They're adding two more lanes on each side of the freeway. And so give it six months or a year, the way how fast we build roads here. And it's going to be significantly better. So I would say it's 30 minutes from Lake Nona to Walt Disney World, depending on what side of the theme parks you're going at. Shakur asks, what's an investment property? Investment property is where uh, you buy a property, you rent it out, someone else pays it off for you, and you look up 30 years from now and you've got a paid off asset that you can sell. Along the way, you could always refinance it or leverage it to buy other property. What I'm doing is I'm buying at least one for every one of my kids, and when they go to college, we'll sell it, and there's their college fund. So that's an investment property. Uh, Shakur says, I'm excited about UCF being in the big 12. I'm excited as well. And we're going to talk about sports actually in just a minute. Um, but it, the cool thing about the UCF, I don't know if you heard, uh, mayor Dyer was actually downtown. He rose, raised the flag, uh, for UCF downtown being in the big 12. I think a lot of the sports aficionados in the area are going to be excited about what's coming to Orlando. We're definitely going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Thor, if, you, if your real name is Thor Bjorn from watching from Sweden, that's amazing. I, I am jealous of your name, and that's amazing. So thank you for checking in and watching so much. Uh, all right, let's talk about some more like road area stuff. Again, I know some of this stuff isn't super sexy, but so many people on, especially over on Instagram or here on YouTube, they're always hating on the traffic on the comment section. And so I started getting into some of these roadway projects, and this actually just finished. So this is right 528 in between, or I'm sorry. This is an Arcusi road in between 528 and 417. They took it from four lanes to six lanes. I'm actually going to do the uh, the ribbon cutting tomorrow at this place because they're actually adding, not only are they doubling the road sizes, but they're adding um, places for people to bike and run and kind of enjoy this whole space, connect all the Lake Nona area um, back over to the town center. And so it's going to be a much more interconnected area as this is all done. They've been working on this for the past 18 months and the great majority of it is all done. And so now it's going to be what what do they do in terms of further expansion? For those of you that ever driven down Narcusi Road, you know that it's a little insane. Um, and so my hope is that that, it, that Osceola Parkway extension and this extension of Narcusi widening it is going to make that whole area a bit better. But let me think, let me think, where, where other traffic jams are you like, I sit in this traffic jam all day, every day or every week, or I avoid this area because it's rougher than other ones. I want to know, and I'll give you some insights based on your comments. If I know of anything that's coming in the, in the area. All right, let's keep going. This is a, this was announced here. This is a new look for NFL pro bowl, which is returning to Orlando, Florida in February. So we had the pro bowl here from 2017 to 2020. And, uh, and then it went over to Vegas for a couple years and, and they kind of reimagined it. I hope I don't get uh, a little flagged here for, for playing this because the NFL is crazy. Um, but here's kind of what it looks like. So basically the Pro Bowl is going to be changed to it's a flag football meets. It's like a week long now. And instead of just being one game, which I was never a Pro Bowl fan because you've got all of these players that didn't want to get hurt. And so you had some of the big stars that would play like one down and then they'd get out. It just wasn't as fun. And so watching last year, 
uh, I was stoked about it. So for the fact that it's coming here to Orlando again in February, I'm really excited about it. They say that this will bring roughly 100,000 people to the area. It has obviously economic impact. But when you think about the sports stuff coming here, like I'm a baseball guy and I love NFL. We have neither of those here. So the fact that this is here and then with UCF going to the Big 12, I'm pretty excited about it, to be quite honest with you. So um, Clark says that Colorado just got big in the Big 12 too. Great conference. Super stoked. Ashkur uh, says, thank you for explaining the investment properties. Yeah, of course. Uh, Nicholas says, does Lake Nona have a nice health club and fitness center? Yeah, man. If you if you don't know, they have one of the best in Orlando. Um, actually, it's, it's wild. Something like uh, 20% of all Lake Nona residences have a pass to go there. And it's one of the, the, the most sick health facilities that we have. Uh, it's right over in the town center, uh, tucked off of, off of Lake Nona Boulevard. So make sure you check it out if you're in the area. All right, let's keep going. So we got some, <laughs> I thought this was an interesting one. So I'm not a big soccer fan. I've not been a big soccer fan, but recently Orlando City Soccer had my team and I out and they let us check out behind the scenes and everything that they were doing to revamp the stadium. And apparently I didn't know this, so maybe you did, but this is new to me and it was cool to learn. So I'm going to pass it along. Um, but the owners of the Minnesota Vikings are the same owners that own Orlando City Soccer. And it's kind of funny because they're both purple and gold. But this, this uh, family is really investing in the stadium and the team. And it's really changing the way that I think that Orlando is going to see itself as <clears throat> a, a soccer city. And it was interesting walking around the stadium. They swapped out like, I don't know, it was, it was like some, you know, Domino's pizza or some randomness with local brands. So it's local breweries, local food shops, local, they're like really into this whole supporting local. And if you've watched my channel or you follow us over on Instagram at all, you know, we're huge fans of supporting local. And so this made me want to support the team even more. So much so that we're going out uh, next Saturday to watch the, uh, the League's Cup. And so Orlando City is, needs to advance. This is what they need to do to advance into the knockout rounds. And so I'm trying to get into this. The, the closest I've ever gotten to being a soccer fan was Ted Lasso. And, uh, but honestly, that show enough made me at least realize what was going on here. So if you're an Orlando City soccer fan, let me know down below. I am definitely excited to go to my first game on Saturday. And what are some things that like, I have to do when I go? That's what I want to know. I know what I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear a jersey. But other than that, like, what else am I going to do to make sure that it's like a really good event? So let's keep going on. So beyond sports teams and what else is exciting about going on in Orlando that you should be excited about if you live here? Well, the big thing is check out this, the new towers coming to Central Florida skyline. There's a bunch of very big projects that have made it through the city, got approval that are coming on board over the next year, two or three. You basically have these major five right here, which is everything from the health tower to, let's see, you've got Crane's Roost 18-story apartment buildings, which we do need more places to live, but it's also going to be anchored by a Hilton Orlando, which that's another thing. Like if you're visiting Orlando and you don't want to be over on iDrive or near the theme parks, we really don't have a ton of really great options. So the fact that we've got a JW coming downtown, a Hilton coming downtown, more apartments coming on town, and more condos mixed in with apartments and health facilities and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty amazing. If you look at some of the renderings that are coming downtown. Now, I think that a thriving downtown needs all of these things. And maybe the reason why we don't have a really great link 
to people being super stoked to go downtown beyond like a magic game or hopefully maybe a Orlando city soccer game at this point is because we don't have some of these amenities. And so I think that the more people invest in these areas, uh, the better that it's going to be for all of us who live here. So let me know down below, what's like maybe your favorite thing that you do in downtown or how often do you visit? Like for me, it's been come becoming more and more, um, but I'm definitely curious to see what y'all think. Dominic says, um, soccer fans are on a different level. Imagine like college football crowd, but amped songs, cheers, chants. Do I, Dominic, do I need to go online and figure out what their chant is? That's, uh, that's actually, I need to put a note down to see if, uh, I need to get prepared a little bit more. Uh, what's up, Kevin from Lakeland. I appreciate you checking in my friend. Jill says she's checking in from re reunion and ground has been broken on our new wave pool. I'm actually going there on on Monday. And I'm excited to see this. Uh, if you don't know, Reunion is adding a, adding more towers. They're more adding more timeshare. They're adding more property. Just It's going to be, it's already a huge neighborhood, but they're adding also another amenity or, or two. And so, yes, they're adding more dwellings, but they're also adding a lot more for people that live there, which I think is fantastic. Um... All right. So Oz says, Hey, greetings from Atlanta. Any idea why Island Village and Celebration is taking so long? We need that brewery. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know that they've got a lot of leases done over by the Publix and Celebration Point. But if you're talking about like the downtown Island Village area, I don't, I didn't hear about the brewery. I know that like apparently a Fox Sale's coming, a Kelly's Ice Cream's coming, and a few other retail spaces are there. But every time I'm over there, I'm checking on two houses that I have for clients that we're helping buy in there. And um, it seems as though that they're moving forward on a lot of that retail space, like drywalls going in. There's constantly trucks working on HVAC. So I'd have to believe that this stuff is starting to come. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, Deborah asks, is the Golden Oak neighborhood finished building any other Disney neighborhoods planned? So Deborah, uh, it was just announced maybe six months ago that they're actually going to be building villas and condos at the four seasons section. And that actually breaks ground next month. And so I'm waiting for pricing. I'm super stoked to see what that ends up being. Uh, but that's kind of like going to be your last little opportunity there. It's going to be 40 or less condos and villas in that area. Um, and then in terms of beyond that, you know, Disney's not really announced any local neighborhoods. They are doing some other stuff around the country with their, um, their new project that they're working through. I'm hoping that we see at least one more neighborhood here in Orlando. I think the Sunbridge area would be an amazing place to do it, but there's still plenty of land uh, that you can easily, easily take advantage of. Um, let's see. All right, let's keep going on our questions and I'm going to keep coming back over here. So actually, here's one. This is perfectly for Tim Call asking the question, what's the, what about the future of Mineola? What's going on out there? I'm glad you asked. So more retail and restaurants slated for the hills of Mineola. And this is just one of many, many things coming to the Mineola area. So if you know anything about Crooked Cam Brewery in downtown Winter Garden, they have a whole Plant Street Market. There's going to be a very similar concept over in Mineola. Uh, but then they're also adding Hills of Mineola's expanding their, uh, they're, they're adding a hotel office, lifestyle center, like 
10 different restaurants, that whole Mineola area to me is going to be fantastic. They've got another convenience store slated. I'm hoping that that's going to be like a 7-Eleven gas station kind of vibe. Uh, but they also, here's another thing that I got, I got a release on this past week was Del Webb. So for those of you that are 55 and older or active adult, and you're, you really want to take advantage of that kind of product, uh, this actually just got announced over in Mineola. And I, I was kind of shocked looking at these renderings. Let me just zoom in on this. This is pretty insane because you get, you actually have Hills in Claremont and in Mineola, they've got this two story, like bottom level walkout. The pool is insane looking and Del Webb always does a really good job with their, um, their, their clubhouse, their amenities. I mean, that's why you're buying there. It's not just the house, but you're buying a lifestyle for sure. Um, but pools, workout facilities, it's, it's insane. They're going to do outdoor pool resort resort and bar grill, fitness center, sports courts, elevated walking bike and pass trails. So the houses here start at 400,000, it would appear. And they're roughly 1400 square feet all the way up to 3,400 square feet. And uh, this is actually going to be just outside of the, mini the hills of Mineola as well. Um, so very exciting. If you are looking to get in a Del Webb Oasis, active adult, I do think that of the 55 and older communities that we have, this is gonna be one of the better ones. And I think from a pricing perspective, it's obviously significantly cheaper than the Oasis um, over in Horizon West, although the location is much closer to the theme parks. This is a way that you can get into a, an affordable active adult community, uh, which so many people are after. All right, before I get to my next one, I wanna see what we got going on here. Uh, south of Boyd. Farmer George says, what type of building is considered uh, being considered for South Boyd and Tremaine Streets in downtown Winter Garden? Man, I have to think about exactly where that's at. I know that they've got new office space going in on the corner over there. I know they've got uh, some retail going in over there. I also know if you know downtown Winter Garden and there's that, that little... Um, like single story building that's like kitty corner across from foxtail eventually that's going to be a boutique hotel with bar on the bottom like bar and restaurant on the bottom it's supposed to be an elevated kind of space um it's they've been sitting on it i think they've already got approved last year and it's been kind of like waiting here's what we're seeing a lot of is that commercial you guys know obviously interest rates have gone up like crazy but the commercial space is even worse and most of these commercial buildings are on five and 10 year arms, meaning that right now we're having a lot of commercial people that were barely cash flowing their investments that are now having to refinance their debt that used to be at two, three, 4%. And now they're going to have to take something that's like seven, 8%. Um, it's an interesting thing where you had a lot of these things where they had it, their performa all at three and 4%. And now it just doesn't make sense for 7%. So I'm actually going back to see a lot of the developments that were approved and seeing who's actually moving forward. So just because they got it approved two years ago, doesn't mean that they're actually going to move forward. And so until it breaks ground, like somebody mentioned about the water park at reunion and some of the other stuff until it breaks ground, I'm like sort of in the wait and see pattern. And my team and I've been calling back through many of these different builders to say like, Hey, are you guys still moving forward? Like you got approval. Do you have financing? Are you going to, you know, what's going on? I did an interview with uh, Chuck Whittall, who is one of the biggest developers in central Florida. He owns Unicorp. And he was like, Hey, we basically paused for six to nine months, many of our projects, but now we're going to start it again, because we anticipate that by the time those are done in 2024 and 2025, that will be in a better interest rate climate, which will then allow us to be able to cash flow, which is risky. Like it's a definitely a risky move that but I mean, all of us are kind of in agreement that hopefully by 25, we're going to see a little bit less interest rates overall. 
Um, Sharp Home Solution says, I've got another referral coming to you from Sarasota area. Oh man, thank you so much. Dude, we appreciate it. We'll take great care of your, of your referrals. Florida man says ovation permits have finally been approved and new house is underway. Super excited for our new build finally underway after almost 20 months of waiting. Yes. Insane. <laughs> so you were seeing this a lot and there's, there's everywhere from Lake Nona all the way over to Lake County. Um, all across Florida, we had so many buyers and buyers waiting with new construction to get permits approved. Um, so you'll notice, especially where you're looking at in the Oasis, that whole Narcusi strip, or not Narcusi, sorry, New Hartzog Road is getting finally coming to life after just been sitting vacant for a year. They built this beautiful road, they developed all these neighborhoods, and then nothing happened. And so you have uh, Toll Brothers coming online and Taylor Morrison coming online and Oasis coming online, like all at once. And so we've got this massive backlog of buyers that have just been waiting and excited. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure you're one of them. Um, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan asks, hey, Ken, a little bit off subject, I think, but I was wondering if your group offers apprenticeships or internships. No, not not off topic at all. So we we do. We Summer, summer internships have already been filled, um, but for next year, or if you want to just submit a resume uh, over to me, feel free. Uh, we're always looking for uh, for people that we can help coach up and, and train up. So let's keep going. Uh, oh, this is an easy question. I'll answer Chris. Uh, what's being built just North of the new Chick-fil-A and Hamlin. Ooh. All right. So you're making me go quicker in my stories here, but let me show you what this looks like. So if you look here, Chris, uh, horizon West regional park is actually going, oops, goodness gracious. What are we doing here? It's going right here. So this is where Chick-fil-A is down here. You've got Starbucks, you've got Walmart, you've got the Hamlin fair, you've got Blake, all, all this stuff up and down off of New Independence and in Horizon West. And then just north of all of this stuff, beyond the lakes, you have the, the Horizon West Regional Park. And there's a lot of stuff going here. It's going to be kind of this beautiful, it's going to have outdoor, um, it's going to have outdoor amphitheater. It's going to have all of these different things that are going to really transform that area. Baseball fields and just walking trails. It's going to be very, very nice. But there's also going to be a new uh, library. And this is one of those things that I, earlier in the show, I was talking about how, the little amenities that you move into an area and you're like, dang, I wish it had this. And it's funny because I sometimes think like, would I go to a, would I go to a library if it was right there? Or would my kids go to a library? But what you're noticing is that they're turning a lot of these into um, kind of media centers, meet libraries, meet uh, meeting areas, uh, all in one building. And so that's, what's going right up there. So if you know where the enclave at Hamlin is just North of that, that's where the regional park is going. And actually, I was pulling up permits on that. Let me see. Um, let's see. Library. Let's see. Horizon West. Here we go. They're saying that the target completion date for that library is going to be uh, February of 2025. So we're probably, you know, whatever, 18 months or so until we hit that. So hopefully that answers your question. Uh, beyond that, what, what else is coming in? Like what other places, what other um, libraries and, and little things like that. If you guys haven't seen the Winter Park Library, it's probably, it's this thing that I've, it's out of a wild modern magazine. I mean, look at this thing, spiral staircases and just gorgeous, gorgeous. You got an event space. 
it's beautiful. Like it's really, really well done. And so to see what's coming here and then also Lake Nona is getting one of these. And so that's going to be right off a of Dowden road. If you take Narcusi up to Dowden, typically if you turn right then, or if you turn East, if you will, uh, you would be going to Moss Park. If you go the opposite way West, they're going to be putting a library right there. And so, yes, these might seem very silly things to talk about when you're coming from Connecticut or New York or Chicago, Detroit, DC, like, oh yeah, there's libraries everywhere. But in an emerging area like Orlando, where you have all of these spaces where they start with houses first, then retail, then schools, uh, you know, this stuff is to me exciting because it just kind of builds out the character of our area. So let me know what you think about that. Here's another story for us. Amazon to build $120 million facility in Florida to prep prep for the Kuiper internet satellites for launch. Now they have 3,200 satellites that the FCC has uh, agreed to let Amazon launch into space. And this is actually Cape Canaveral, right? So this is space uh, Kennedy Space Center. It's 50 minutes away from Orlando. I definitely get that. But the amount of people that we have that actually that live in Orlando, especially like East Orlando, Oviedo, um, Lake Nona, obviously Moss Park, but then drive their 45 minutes from there to get to this coast. It's quite a few. It's, it's quite a lot actually. So it looks like they're going to be having 350 people that will be helping build this $120 million project. And then roughly 55 people that are going to be techs that are going to be taking the, taking the satellites that come here from Washington Washington state and then prep them to then go up in a rocket on the coast. I think that's amazing. Like we're having a little bit of a space race between SpaceX and blue origin, which blue origin is owned by Amazon right here in central Florida. And to me, that is just really, really exciting. And, and over on the coast, like Titusville, Cocoa beach, there, there's just, there's not a ton going on over there. I know there's a new Weston going in and some other stuff, but if you got if you're thinking about rockets taking off twice, three times a week, um, there's, there's just not a lot of development going on where people are living there full time. You have a few people that live on the ocean. There's a couple of these things happening, but for the most part, people are working on the coast and then living somewhere in between Orlando and here. So I think this is great. You think about Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, all the other companies that support the space industry. Uh, it's just good. It's just good for our people here locally, attracting good talent, high paying jobs, and then also this is another cool thing about it is UCF is training a lot of these kids. So people are coming here, going to school, and then they're able to stay and get good paying jobs. Instead of having to leave central Florida, they're able to stay and reinvest back in the area. And to me, I think that that's very exciting. All right, let's go back over here. Um, let's see. Luception asks, do I have any assumptions or speculation why Disney pulled out of Lake Nona? Um, actually, no. I mean, basically they, they said that they, Iger wanted to bring the majority of people back over to California. They, he, he wanted more creatives to be all in the same space. They used the DeSantis kind of drama as cover. And I think, you know, rightfully so they positioned that in a good way. They're still working through the whole Reedy Creek drama. And so um, for me, I just, that's, that was it. I mean, I've had multiple, multiple Disney people say like, Hey, regardless of what you think of DeSantis one way or the other, the real reason was that we wanted everybody back kind of in one, one area. Um, Matt H says, Hey, Ken Posick, love the channel. Thanks for checking in from, I'm here from Hartford, Connecticut. Visit a buddy in Audubon park on the regular Matt. I actually did a video today. We're coming out with it on Tuesday. Like the five areas that I think are, that are being slept on in Orlando and Audubon park is one of them. It's like this small area. If you guys don't know where this is at, but you've ever been to like Gideon's or the salty donut or 
Domu or there's a million other really great restaurants up and down Virginia there. That's Audubon Park. And it's just outside of Baldwin Park and just outside of Winter Park. So it's more affordable than those two areas. And I, I think that I see that area as a great investment uh, for the future. If you're going to buy something there and hold it, I think that's a good one. So welcome from Connecticut. Um, Ms. Salazar says, any new hospitals in the Claremont Groveland area? Yeah, there's actually a $150 million new develop, new, new facility going in Claremont, not too far off of 27. Um, and then you've got Orlando Health that's expanding their campus and Advent Health that's expanding their campus. So there's going to be a lot more health-related jobs and accessibility to healthcare in the Claremont area um, really coming up soon. If not, I mean, there's already there, way more than there was five years ago, but even more so over the next couple of years. Um, Robert says, do I know the timing of the Osceola Parkway extension in the Lake Nona towards Sunbridge? So I believe they're breaking ground early next year on those roads and then most likely take 18 months to two years to finish. Um, it's really not, they're not that huge of an extension, um, but that's where they're going to start to get through to Sunbridge. But then from there, they're taking it from Sunbridge all the way up to the 528. They've already started up on the 528. So my guess is that they probably meet somewhere in the middle uh, once it's all said and done. All right. Rachel says, I finally caught the live. My husband and I are looking in the Horizon West area. Any thoughts on Watermark? Everything there seems to be so close together. There's not many yards around here. Yeah, I, so that's a good observation by you. I think that you look at uh, most of the developers unfortunately, have not been rather incentivized to offer larger pieces of property uh, because they need to save money and or make money on putting as many homes in the neighborhood as possible to maximize their return. And unfortunately, for years and years, many people have said, hey, it's I don't need an outdoor space. If I can have a little pool and a good neighborhood amenity, that seems to be what a lot of that area has gone to. Um, some of the older areas like Maitland and Oviedo and Winter Park and those, those places have a lot larger yards. Even places in Windermere close by have larger yards, stuff that was built in the 2000s or 90s, if you will. But yeah, a lot of the Horizon West stuff is a little tighter. Now, over in the newer area, like the Ovation area, there's some of these builders that offer you know, 60, 70 foot lots. So they're going to be a little bit more uh, compared to the watermark where some of those were like 40s and 50s. So they're like just really, really tight. Um, and Watermark, I think is great. Location-wise, amazing. Uh, good schools in the area. From personal experience, I can say that. And there's more and more stuff coming to the area, so we love that. Um, bah, 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 bah. Sorry, going through. You guys, lots of good, good questions tonight. I so appreciate you. Continue to drop them down. Uh, Carlos says, Horizon West or Havenfield at Cross Prairie Jones Homes at St. Cloud. I mean, St. Cloud and Horizon West are like apples and oranges. I mean, I think St. Cloud is still a good buy compared to Horizon West. Um, it's just what you what do you want to be close to? Like Kissimmee and St. Cloud are, are like a whole nother world compared to Horizon West, Winter, Windermere, that side of town. Uh, and so really, I think what you need to do is say like, where do I work? you work from home, then what do you like to do outside of home? If it's traveling and you need to be close to the airport, then St. Cloud's a good option. If you want to be close to Lake Nona and all those things, those are great options. If you like to go to the coast, that's a great option. Um, but if you want to be closer to the theme parks, then you're going to choose Horizon West. And then also your budget really plays into it. St. Cloud is going to be probably 15 to 20% cheaper than Horizon West. 
Jonathan says he's super excited about the Lake Nona library. I'm, I am too. I think it's very cool. Um, let's see, Ronit, what's up, man? I, I don't know that I've seen you on the channel, so welcome. Uh, anything new happening in the Dr. Phillips Windermere area? So Windermere's pretty built out. There's really not a ton going on there, but the Dr. Phillips area, you have a ton of new stuff coming together around like Sam Lake is finally getting new on and off ramps. So the traffic there is going to be way better. You have the whole O-Town West over in Dr. Phillips. I think that's going to be a game changer for that whole area. For you to have in Dr. Phillips area, you'll have Restaurant Row, which is Sand Lake. And then you're going to have O-Town West. You'll have some of the best restaurants, the easiest accessibility to those restaurants, really anywhere in Central Florida. Um, yeah, some of them are chains, Portillo's, White Castles, like random stuff like that. But there's some really nice restaurants coming as well. So yeah, Dr. Phillips, there's a lot more coming. Let's keep going around some of this other stuff. So what, uh, if you guys care about transportation and you want to see the literal dozens and dozens of Orange County, even just Orange County, you can visit orangecountyflorida.net and they have everything here. This is where I get a lot of my information, just going to directly to the source. Um, but they've got their five-year transportation improvement program. And this gets updated every year based on uh, traffic studies, based on people moving to the area. And it's incredible to see the, the hundreds of millions, if not darn near billion dollars worth of stuff that they're starting to invest in the area. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, keeping on that. So if you guys have traveled here locally lately, I had a friend text me and he's like, why is, why is MCO the worst airport ever? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Why do you think it's the worst airport ever? He said, well, every time I go there, the parking deck's full and it's hard to get in and out. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I travel a lot and I think it's pretty easy, but maybe there's something else coming. Cause that was actually his final question was, are they investing any more money into MCO with all of these people moving here, all these people visiting here? And so I was like, I don't know, let me, let me see. So today I started going through some of the permitting and there was a new, this actually, this is in the design phase, Terminal C multimodal connector pedestrian bridge, $113 million they're investing to kind of help people get in and out of Terminal C and basically a connection between Terminal C, the train station, and a terminal link people mover, and then a whole rental car area and queuing area. So I think this is good. If you've not visited the new terminal C, it's beautiful. Like it's, it's gorgeous. I, I travel, like I said, I travel a ton. I think it's really nice, but the old ones, A and B, they need a little bit of love. And so keeping going on this whole idea of travel and I looked here. So it says, uh, this is from uh, West U news. There's this actually three new parking lots finally coming to Orlando international airport. So <laughs> I literally, I was, I, I, I'm not, I'm like not the greatest traveler because I, I show up typically 50 minutes before my flight takes off. I've got TSA pre-check. I park in the deck and I run inside. So the other day it was closed and I had to wait for, <laughs> wait for them to open. And I almost missed my flight. And I'm like, how is there not more parking? The sky is right. There's no parking here. So anyways, this is important. I think it's good for those of us that travel. Three new parking lots coming to Orlando International Airport. This is going to actually support um, all three uh, of the of the terminals. Um, and actually, this is going to add 700 new additional parking spots. And they're actually going to be open this fall. And so um, I think that when you add the bright line and you add all of these other things to the to the the whole MCO experience, we need to actually probably way more than 700. So hopefully this is just the start of something in that area. Let me get over to your questions here. Diz Deb says, Hey Ken, uh, from winter garden, have you noticed the fuel tanks going out the corner lots by Wendy's at Flamingo crossing? Looks like that Seven Eleven is finally going in. You know what, Wendy, uh, or Diz Deb, actually, I didn't know that 
that's actually going over there. There's one over in seven. Oh, sorry. The other seven 11 I know of is on Seidel road over by uh, the mark. And it's where the Starbucks and Huey Magoo's and by the way, Huey Magoo's is way better than Chick-fil-A. I'm just gonna let you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, that 7-Eleven, the tanks are in, that's probably like maybe three or four months from being done, which again is a very small thing, but that's really cool to see. And if it's Flamingo Crossing 7-Eleven with more tanks, that's gonna be fantastic as well. I'm gonna go check that out later on today. Um, yeah, so Maria says, have I seen the progress of the K-8 school they're building in the Sunbridge St. Cloud? I have. And so that's going to be done for next school year. That's actually very exciting. So not this coming school year in a couple of weeks, but next year. Um, the walls are up there. That's it's The school is really taking shape. And the fact that it's a K-8 is going to be able to support a lot more people. Next is the high school. We need a high school down there as quick as possible. Um, so we'll see how that kind of shakes out. All right, we talked about... Let's see. We talked about libraries. We talked about, oh, speaking of schools, I thought this was an interesting one. I started adding up all of the money that's currently being spent on schools and it, it exceeded a billion dollars throughout central Florida, the five County area. And so if you look here, um, I'll try to zoom in for you. Everything from private and public, we got the foundation Academy. They're investing. Let's see, there's 15 million, 6 million. That's 20 million, 27 million. You've got like $28 million in their expansion in their winter garden area. And then you've got new K-8 schools coming throughout everything from Kissimmee to uh, Lakeland and the villages. And it's, it's pages and pages and pages of new schools coming to the area. And so I start thinking about, again, going back to the things that you might take for granted if you're in another area. And, and yes, some of this feels slow to come to the area. Of course it does. And so that's kind of part of moving to a growing, thriving area is like we're all kind of complaining behind the scenes about the little things schools aren't really little but other things like more gas stations and more libraries and more things to do and more retail and it's coming more roads all of these kind of things and there's like quite literally billions and billions of dollars being spent and so i'm very bullish on orlando and where we're going i think that it's exciting to be part of a city that's growing the way that we're growing and there's people still moving here like crazy whether you like it or not the complainers on that's the one thing that people complain about the most they're like hey I, Orlando's full. Nobody, no more, no more, nobody else is allowed to come. Um, and that's just kind of a silly, I think, thing to, to, to say. Um, I don't know. I'm stoked about it. I'm excited to grow my family here and build my business here. And I'm glad that you guys are well as well, because you wouldn't be on here if you weren't excited. Uh, Emmy says Thornton Park is another great neighborhood that's being slept on. I agree. I agree. All these little downtown sleeper neighborhoods are awesome. Like I, I I'm just like a huge fan of the little, the little neighborhoods that have like 1400 square foot houses that are 90 years old and 60 years old that need a little bit of love, but have that charm. And then the old trees and the brick roads, like we have so many of those little neighborhoods from college park to Audubon park to Thornton park, uh, Delaney park, Soto. There's just so many really cute ones. I love it. Um, sorry, I'm catching up on your questions here. Uh, Luception says, from Orlando places such as Winter Park, Lake Nona, Windermere, there are a lot of private private middle high schools. Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, Foundation Academy, you've got Lake Highland Prep, you've got Windermere Prep, you've got uh, First Academy. There's, there's a bunch of them. Um, Bishop Moore, there's a bunch of them around, depending on what you're looking for. Alan, what's going on? He said, I'll tune in for live for once. So Alan, <laughs> he's like honking at me at Starbucks. I'm like, who's this guy? I haven't had my coffee yet. 
who is this guy? And so he, he shot me a DM over on Twitter and was like, Hey, that was me. I was honking at you. So good to see you, man. Thanks for checking in the live. I appreciate it big time. Uh, the yard at Lake Ivanhoe is about to kick off phase two on Virginia. Also 14 story mixed use concept has been proposed for Orange County Lake Highland facing Lake Ivanhoe. Lots going on. Hugh, you're absolutely right. Uh, if you haven't been to the yard in Lake Ivanhoe, another area actually was like one of the rated, one of the nicest neighborhoods in all of Florida, Lake Ivanhoe surprised me when I saw the list. Some of these lists kind of crack me up depending on what they're like thinking about. But Lake Ivanhoe, if you've not been there, the yard is, here's an interesting thing, Hugh. I'm curious to see if you've seen this. Every time I go to the yard, unless it's like Friday or Saturday night, it's a little slow. I'm a, it's a little slow. But when it is busy, like on Friday or Saturday night, you can't find a parking spot to save your life. Um, but then throughout the week, you know, you've got Kelly's ice cream and some of the other little things around there that might keep it busy. The people that live in the yard, maybe they keep it busy. Um, but I'm curious to see how that's going to do long-term. Oh my goodness gracious. I have a ton of questions that I didn't get over to you. I feel so bad. Let me try to get to a few more of these before we wrap up for tonight. Sir Piglet says, Hey, we just got our annual passes for universal. Which park do you like better islands of adventure or studios? Uh, it depends if who I'm with, if I'm with, um, if I'm with people that are over five foot tall, meaning not my kids, um, <laughs> then, uh, then I like Islands of Adventure and everybody else, I like studios. Um, I would say that we probably spend more time in studios than Islands of Adventure for sure. Um, Kim says, hey, there's a program that if you have a question, you put a queue in front of it and can push the button and only questions pop up for you. It would definitely help you find these people's questions. You're absolutely right. And I don't know, Kim, I know you always mention, hey, you're going to get to more of these questions. And so that's why I'm slowing down. I'm literally slowing down tonight just for you, Kim. And that's not making fun of it. I think that's, uh, you're right. I'm trying to get to as many possible questions. Um, let's see. Sorry. Speaking of which. Stand by. Um, all right. So somebody asked a question, Ward Kimball. I don't think that's your real name, but I still love that. I love the, I love the username choice. Um, maybe a silly question, but why is Orlando international airport called MCO? So that's just the tag. Like when you're, when you're traveling, like, or it's called OIA in a lot of different things, but MCO stands for McCoy air force base, which is like originally what it was in 1975 as part of kind of everything that was going on here in Orlando. So that's why it's called MCO. Let's see 1975 BA says uh, Orlando needs a metro rail system we know need more than just Sunrail I think that we need to start with Sunrail and the bright line and those need to be open seven days a week and like longer hours if it was open earlier and stayed open later I think there'd be larger adoption and if that was the case I think then they would start investing in other stuff right now I mean I look at how much they're spending on the bright line and god I'm so excited to have something else other than just like air like jumping on a plane, but man, I hope it gets high adoption because if not, it's going to slow down anybody else's desire to invest in the future. But I mean, that thing's going to go from MCO over to, um, over to Epic universe and the whole like theme park, not theme park, uh, I drive area. And then eventually go down to Tampa when that's done, I'll use it for sure. Um, Sir Piglet says, have I seen the David Siegel Queen of Versailles house in Windermere yet? Is it finally finished? No, it's not. I actually drove by it maybe three weeks ago. Um, they actually switched builders, I noticed, and that there's a lot of work going on for the first time. And I think that based on the storms and everything else on that house, like it, it needed a revamp, even though it never was finished. And so it looks like they're going, they're hustling over there. So it'd be really cool to see once it's finished. 
Mm, just that said, when I saw you at Starbucks last week, I debated honking at you, but opted not to. I do think your new ride looks spiffy though. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. I see a lot of you guys out and about at the parks and downtown and my office is winter, winter garden. I see a lot of you guys when I'm out walking for lunch and that sort of thing. Please say hi. I love getting to chat with you guys, finding out your stories and where you're from and what brought you here. All that cool stuff. Uh, Sean says 38, seven days until HHN. Dude, I am very hype. I'm very hyped. Mike says, with all the question, uh, question for you, with all of the growth in Horizon West, when do you envision the link, envision links to further grow their footprint for that side of town? I'm surprised that there's not a line from 50 to 192 down Avalon yet. That's a really good question, Mike. I, I do think that obviously 192 has the bus system, but yeah, popping up Avalon, I just don't know. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how the like most politically correct say this. I just, I don't know how many people in like the horizon West area would, would utilize it right away. I do think that if it went, if it kept going, that it would get a lot more adoption. I, I do think that probably up down 192 and then up 27 would probably have further adoption just because there's a lot more people there. Um, and a lot more than, than horizon West. If you're going up and down Avalon, yes, it's a four lane highway, but most people are, are pretty mobile in that area, have cars and that sort of thing. But up and down 27, I think you've got a really good mix of people that would be, you know, have a lot bigger world if they were able to jump on the links. So that's a good, good thought. Uh, I'm actually going to pay attention and let you know what I see. Uh, Felipe says, what's up, Ken? Any idea with what's going on in the announce of new development inside a reunion that they had a while back. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier in the show tonight. I think that there's going to be the water park and the amenities are getting built out first. And then from there, they're going to start working through some of the timeshare stuff. And again, coming back to the commercial space, people are struggling with financing on some of these big commercial projects, unless they're paying cash or significantly putting more money down. Um, it is what it is. Hmm. What's up, Miss the, the Oakleys? Good to see you, man. It's been a, a minute since you checked in. Uh, any reason why you seldom suggest five-acre lots near Walt Disney World when there are so many for sale at fifty thousand an acre? Man, if if you knew near Disney, outside of Kissimmee, where you could get something for a quarter million dollars and at five acres, I would love to know. Um, from residential's perspective, anyways, I know that if you look up and down Avalon, there's stuff that's twenty. 30, 40 acres. There's huge pieces of property uh, that are zoned commercial. But if I found something that was five acres and you could buy a little custom house, I would love that. And personally, like we've actually been looking at some teardowns up and down Avalon Road and, you know, finding those seven, eight, nine acre properties. But they want like a million dollars for a teardown, right? In some of these areas. So if you found something that was 50,000 an acre that was residential that somebody could build on, dude, I'd be all over it. Um, Dude, if, yeah, it says, I'll try to get you in the new Orlando Health Building. Man, I'd love to see that. Uh, we Are Wade says, uh, outside of Neo City and the 192 makeover, are there any other developments coming to the Kissimmee Osceola area? Man, Osceola is, is it's well, five, six years ago was 75% rural, and it's probably still 70% rural <laughs> at this point. And so um, there's a lot of different dif developments coming. It's just like, I think that as markets contract and as money gets harder and harder, then those people start looking towards more of the sure thing. And so um, outside of like St. Cloud area and some of those other places where Sunbridge is located and, and even further down Narcusi, and then just outside of the downtown Kissimmee area, like if you haven't been in downtown Kissimmee and seeing some of the developments that are happening around there, um, yeah, those are like the major ones that I know of going on right now. 
Sean says, I should do a, a video on uh, Flamingo Crossing. So, yeah, the last six months, restaurants have started to open. Simply Capri sounds like it'll be a good one. The owner's from Italy. That's awesome. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool... What I loved about Flamingo Crossing is I kind of thought it was going to be all just Disney, like Disney-owned corporate stuff. Um, but like even the UPS store over there, it's, it's a local guy that owns it or local, I think brothers, maybe that own it. Um, and so supporting even those little shops over there, I couldn't imagine what those guys have to pay Disney to be tenants there. Holy crap. Um, but it's cool to support those guys for sure. And when you think about who their, their demographic is, which is like Disney cast member housing, um, and I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is my Starbucks is like a dollar more expensive there than a mile away at the other Starbucks, which makes no sense. Um, Q says we're getting Sonic at Flamingo Crossing soon. That's there's going to be a line down the street when that happens. Uh, Kim says, have you ever heard of different? Uh, I've I have heard that it's different to find doctors and healthcare. What's my experience been? You know, so the number one thing that I usually do is ask people in my sphere and people that are already in my world, like what else are they doing to find people? We've had really great luck with pediatricians here. Um, and we, we have our, our uh, doctors, we go are in a COE and they've got a little health group. Um, and we've had just really great luck. Everything from OBs to pediatricians to me getting checked up, I've not had issues. So when people say that they've, they have like this huge issue with healthcare in Orlando, um, I kind of am curious what they mean. It could be that their healthcare doesn't get accepted there, which could definitely be. And, and, and if that's the case, that that's terrible. Um, but I feel like with the amount of growth from Orlando Health and Avent Health, there's so many they're like healthcare wars here. They're putting up stuff everywhere and there's a talent war to get like the best doctors. Um, it's been, I think a positive, a net positive for the area, but in any given area, like you said, when you're moving to an area, some of those things take time. All right. I think that's it. Sorry. I'm trying to go through some of these questions as much as possible. Somebody did, you guys are putting the queue next to the questions. That means a lot. I appreciate that big time. All right, until next week. If you've ever thought about moving to Orlando or you're looking to buy or sell a house anywhere, my team and I, we'd love to be your real estate resource of choice. At Posit Group, we've got over 500 five-star reviews and we're helping people from all around the world find home in Orlando. Make sure you reach out, info at posicgroup.com. We'll see you guys in the next episode.